You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. I'm Steve Johnson, and this week we have NCBA's Tanner Beamer on to talk about government funding and new House committee leaders. Tanner, thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure, Steve. Lawmakers are in town this week to try and fund the government before next Friday's deadline. Can you tell us where we're at in the appropriations process? Sure thing. So the continuing resolution that kept the government funded uh, after the September 30th deadline uh, expires on the 11th, which is next Friday. Uh, Lawmakers have been in town this week trying to hammer out an appropriations deal. And the question has been whether we would see uh, a short-term continuing resolution to kick the can down the road again, or whether we'd see that full-year omnibus spending bill uh, that would get us all the way to next September 30th. Um, It does look like there is some renewed optimism around a full deal. Uh, Lawmakers will be continuing to meet over the course of this weekend to try and hammer out uh, the details of what that spending package might look like. But one thing that we do know is that uh, they are aiming to get a full omnibus appropriations package done uh, before they gavel out for the Christmas holiday. Um, Whether or not they'll be able to get that done by next Friday remains to be seen. Uh, Speaker Pelosi today announced that they could potentially do another stopgap measure to get them a little bit later into December, uh, and that would allow them the extra time they need to negotiate a full appropriations package. Uh, We do anticipate at this time that livestock mandatory reporting and some of these other programs that we've been watching and they need to get reauthorized or extended, uh, we believe that LMR will be included in whatever package moves and we'll see that extended at least for another uh, another year. Uh, it's unlikely at this point that we'll see a full five-year reauthorization of that program. Can you give us a coronavirus aid package update and the possibilities of seeing that in the coming weeks? Yeah, so many will probably recall that there was talks about another round of coronavirus uh, assistance through Capitol Hill, but those talks pretty much faltered uh, and fizzled out in the weeks leading up to the election. Uh, But interestingly enough, there was a bipartisan group of kind of rank-and-file lawmakers that somewhat bucked their leadership in their respective chambers to put forward a proposal uh, to get talks started again. Uh, And they were surprisingly successful in getting that done. It brought uh, Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell back to the negotiating table. Uh, That proposal does not have any legislative text attached to it at this point, Um, but the number that we're hearing thrown out there is around $908 billion. That includes some uh, unemployment extensions and more aid to small businesses. Um, What we're actually hearing right now is that that proposal, if they can reach agreement on that, and there's a lot of negotiating yet to be done, and to be quite honest with you, over the weekend, it's quite possible that they'll continue negotiations and they might come to agreement even before we get to next Monday. Um, But what they're trying to do is attach that to the appropriations package so that lawmakers only have to do one more major vote on a big vehicle that funds the government and provides coronavirus relief before they hit the road for Christmas and we close out the 116th Congress. Well, that's certainly interesting. Also this week, we had new House committee leaders announced. Can you give us an update on the House Agriculture Committee? Yeah, you bet. This was a whirlwind election in that there were a lot of high-ranking members of both chambers and both parties that actually retired or lost their re-election bid. So there will be a lot of new faces in committee leadership in both chambers. Uh, And NCBA is already laying the groundwork to make sure that we continue to have good relationships with those offices. You mentioned the House Agriculture Committee. Congressman David Scott, uh, I'm familiar with him because uh, he's actually the committee, the chairman of the subcommittee of jurisdiction over 
over most of my issue set. He oversees the CFTC in his role as the chairman of the Commodity Exchanges Energy and Credit Subcommittee, and he is a phenomenal lawmaker. He always has an open-door policy. We've had a great relationship with him for a number of years, even preceding my time here, and he was a tremendous selection uh, by the Democratic Caucus to lead that committee going into the next Congress when we we're going to start uh, negotiating a farm bill. So um, his, his staff and uh, his team is already gearing up to have a smooth transition from Chairman Peterson over there. And then on the Republican side of the ledger, you have G.T. Thompson, who will succeed uh, retiring ranking member Mike Conway. Uh, Congressman Thompson's equally as supportive of our industry and our association. Uh, we've enjoyed a tremendous working relationship with him as one of the more senior members of the of the committee, and we really look forward to seeing what the team of Scott and Thompson can get accomplished uh, in the next Congress. I think that there will still be some uh, COVID issues and uh, big issues uh, in the aftermath of that that will need to be addressed by leadership in agriculture, and I think there's a great team uh, in the, in those two. Um, I think that they'll be able to get some really great bipartisan policy out of that committee. Well, that's exciting. Thanks for joining us, Tanner. Thank you, Steve. You have been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef. Follow us online at policy.ncba.org and on Twitter at Beltway Beef. Thank you for listening.